Okay, Tzoraim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Das Hasfiros. We are on page Sadi Days, where we began yesterday the Sphira of Chachma, translated into English means wisdom. Okay, and uh, this is also understood as the beginning. So now we're going to really get into this idea of uh, defining our terms over here. And as we said, Chachma, in the order of the spheres, comes after Keser. And Keser is defined as that hidden desire that we may or may be conscious or not be conscious of that. And the sphere of Chachma is related to Machshava, thought. Okay? And we're going to describe how this is the thought process that really is the beginning of the revelation of what's inside of the person, even though you can't even see anything yet. And you don't even have a complete thought yet. So let's try to define our terms, because this is a sphere called Chachma, followed by a sphere called Bina, followed by a sphere called Das. English translation terrible uh, wisdom understanding and intellect doesn't really help you much so you just got to know what they really are so let's go to the three stages in our mental processes it's all going on in here so chachma is when you are it expresses itself with the first um grasp of the concept is the beginning of the thinking of the process you it's it's not even clear what you're thinking yet we'll give an example in a minute that's that first burst that's called so to speak coming out of nowhere because it's the kesser is that ultimate desire that is beyond okay then we get to the second label bina which expresses a beginning of understanding, understanding one thing from another, relating things to another. And the uh, and in that area, we start getting more into details. And this is an area where you can already make mistakes. Bina comes from the word binyan, to build. You're trying to build on that idea. Chachma is the kernel of that idea. And the Bina starts building on that idea. And Das is the person connects emotionally to that. And it has, it, and that these thoughts are influencing his feelings. He's getting either excited or sad about this. There's going to be, your, your Das is living in that reality, so to speak. So we need an example. We'll always help. And as remember, the, the faces are going to relate to this. Because we start with Zerampi, then we have Abba, Ima, and then the small, um, uh, the small Zera. So these are all going to parallel some of this. So let's try to explain. Let's start with a simple example, very practical example. Person decides he wants to move. Okay, now from that decision until the actual moving, really you're going to go through 10 zeros. But we're not going that far yet. All right? So you have a desire to move. Now, 
why do you have that desire to move? Some people will say, I don't know. <laughs> I just want to move. I want to change. Some people. Or it could be um, you want to live in a more religious neighborhood. You, you, the neighborhood's changing. You want to be with Jews? Or maybe you are uh, jealous of your friend. <laughs> and you move there. There can be all kinds of roots. That's the Kesser. And the ultimate thing is, maybe not even so much you want to move, it's you're jealous of your neighbors. You're jealous of your friend. How come he moved into that rich neighborhood? What, am I a loser? Now that, that's that's the root. It, it is, it's really presupposing you want to move. Or the root is, I, I'm really getting, I became more observant. I can't live out on the sticks. I've got to be within walking distance of the shul. So the root is I become more observant. So therefore, chachma comes from me'ayin, from nothing. Chachma comes from the keser. So that's wonderful. And that's, you know, you're not even thinking about what you're thinking. It's just a feeling. I'm jealous. I, I got to be like that guy. That's all. If you ask him, he'll deny it. Right? But uh, that is really, uh, that really hasn't made anything happen yet. You just, you want to live in an area where there's religious Jews. You want to be in a good environment. That's all. So now we begin, you haven't thought yet. There's no thinking there. It's just uh, a desire. That's a desire. So now you start thinking. Okay, so what's the first thought? Is my thought is I want to move from this house to another house. Okay, now although you think that might be rutzom, wanting, no, that's really thinking, right? You're thinking about moving. Now, at this point, you have no idea where you're going to move. It's that kernel of that idea. I'm thinking that I want to move. There's absolutely no detail in the thought processes. You just had to move. Or let's say a person's thinking to move there, it's just wrong. So he asked the first, you know, there's got to be a reason why, whatever. But he said, you know, I think I want to move to Eretz Yisrael. That's not the wanting, that's the thinking, because the wanting took place beforehand. Okay, so you think about it, and it's wide open. That's the Chachma part. There's some thinking going on over there. Now the person starts thinking, oh, well, how am I going to do this, and where am I going to move? And you have to start breaking down the thinking process, all right? And then you go into further details about what you're thinking. Um, that, you know, well, what kind of apartment do I want? Ooh, there's a lot of types of apartments. Condo, almost a condo, side split, um, whatever. I mean, bedrooms. And then you start thinking, well, what about, what's it gonna cost? So all of a sudden we're getting into our thinking very detailed, and that's bina. That's that's taking information you have and applying it to this new information that you're bringing in. Moving means there are details to any thought. I want to move. Okay, good. You're gonna tomorrow. You're gonna be in another house. No. Let's go through the detailed thought process where I've got to really think hard. What 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 kind? How many bedrooms? 
what neighborhood exactly, how far away from the shul am I willing to go? And then, of course, you, you speak to your accountant. He says, well, listen, you've only got $100,000 to do all that. Okay, that's going to modify how I'm thinking about things. Okay. When we get to Das, which we're not yet ready for, but Das is, you've made the decision. We are moving. We're going to get a house. It's one block from the shul. And I've already got my eye on a few of those. And I'm excited about it. You're living in the, it's really happening. Now, there's still going to be a lot of steps till you move in. But you've made the decision. Das is, it's not just a dream. Chachma, you could also, it's like a dream. But then you start going into the details of the dream. And all of a sudden, either you're going to get excited, or you're going to get depressed that that dream's not going to happen. Hmm. And then you have the das of living in that reality of, yes, it's going to happen. It's really going to happen. I'm getting very excited, or it's really not going to happen. I'm getting very depressed. I'm living in the reality that I'm a loser. I don't got any money, and I ain't going to be able to move. And the reality is, I'm stuck in this lousy dump. And uh, not only do you have feelings about that, but now that is the plan to continue doing nothing. And I'm living in that reality. That's all different steps of the mind. Okay? So right now we're only dealing with Chachma. Now, some of the Chachma is, it's, it's really almost unlimited. Because you could dream, or they say the commercial, why dream to the min when you can dream to the max? I win the $80,000 lottery. Think big! There's no limits to Chachma. Because you know why? Don't gotta be practical. Okay, that's a very important point. Das, we're really trying to be practical. Uh, I mean, uh, Bina, we're trying to be practical. Das is now we have to live in the practical realities of what I was trying to dream about. You're, you're real with what's happening over here. But the, the, so therefore, the Chachma area is really a very um, happy place. Because it doesn't have to happen. This is my idea. This is my idea. Until you go to us and say, you know, you're crazy. It's not possible. It's not going to happen. This and that. Out. But until you go to somebody and they destroy your dream, you still have it. And there's people who live their lives in the world of Chachma. They never get into the Bina part at all. It's not good. Right? And then you can make all kinds of mistakes. Bina is critical. But anyway, those are the main three steps. And you have to be cognizant of which step you're in. And this is in learning Torah. Same idea. You're trying to understand a piece of Gemara. So you're getting all this information. And you say, I don't really understand what's going on. So the, you know, we call the Chachma. They say, you know, the light bulb went off in your mind. Oh, maybe we'll try this. This might be a good understanding. Okay, let me analyze it from a number of areas. I don't, can I say this? Well, did that rabbi not contradict those words from another place? Get on to the Bina until you finally say, you know what, I think I understand and I have a pathway to work through this piece of Talmud and it looks like it makes sense to me. And then you get awfully excited about that and you connect to that reality and say, this is my understanding. So it, it's in so many ways... Uh, 
any any real decision making process in life has to go through das. Whether you want to marry somebody or whatever whatever decisions you're gonna make in life are gonna require those three steps. And it's very dangerous to skip any step. Because it's not grounded in reality. And and you have to try as much as possible to, to dig into well, what is the kesser of that? And if the real kesser is you're jealous of other people, then maybe you shouldn't move at all. You know, and then you got to be honest with your, uh, the Chachma doesn't have to be so honest, doesn't have to be so practical. When you get to Bina, this is where the mistakes are. You guys say, okay, let's be practical about this. How much can you really afford? Well, I only have, uh, I could mortgage my house for this, but... Uh, and if I get $800,000, I can make this happen. But the bank is saying, no, you only qualify for 300000 But then you go to, to another mortgage place, we'll give you the 800000 And then the economy tanks, and now you lose everything because you made a big mistake in the area of Bina. You got to be really careful in the area of Bina because that will... Chachma is not based... It's based on your wants. It could be nothing wrong with your wants, but they're not based in... In reality, on the ground, it could be brainstorm, brainstorm. But then Bina says, "Okay, let's be practical here." And it could be it, it, it can work. So now that 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 thought of chachama is gonna, it's, it can be, it can be. It's it's really something that is 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 able to happen. And uh, and then when he gets excited about it, he says, "I'm I'm gonna live in that. It's gonna happen. It's really gonna happen." I spoke to the banker. He, I, I've got, I've got. They already said you got eight hundred thousand. Spend that as you want. I spoke to the real estate guy. He says that's going to be the house. It all fits into the plan. Now we just gotta make it happen. But that is the decision is final. You're excited about it, and you put everything into place. Assuming you've done it correctly, and now it's just left is doing it, and that's going to be the next. Seven spheros, the lower spheros, moving day. How are you gonna move? Doing it all, and that's way beyond where we're ready for right now. But we gotta really focus on those three things: chachma, bina, and das. And again, um, you could have this in terms of research. Question is, why is it that people know that smoking isn't good for them and they keep smoking? Where's their breakdown? In Chachma, Bina, and Das. The answer is in Das. You know, you, you, you know, you, you, <clears throat> you're smoking. It's not me. And you're coughing, you're coughing, and you're saying, could be maybe, is it possible that smoking relates to my coughing? I don't know. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Let me go on the internet. <laughs> Let me hear what doctors have to say about it. Lots of information, lots of studies. He goes through all the details of what smoke does and the cough that's going on. And you know what? The, the da says, you know, there is a relationship between smoking and coughing and even cancer. So now you, you understand more why you're coughing. Now, what does das and, and, and part of the, uh, the Bina says, you want to stop coughing, stop smoking. You're putting the pieces together. I can't keep smoking. Ah, but how, but how are you going to stop? Because it hasn't gotten into the world of Das. 
you're not living in that reality because you're not emotionally connected to that reality. Only a friend dies in lung cancer. And a friend dies from lung cancer. Only, only friends die. I don't. Death is for those who die, not me. <laughs> I'm living forever. For the other ones, that's a different club. I'm not a member of that club. So, so, you, so, but, but you got to be careful. If, and, and, and of course, this is where we get into lots of fun. We get into all this phony science. Where's the breakdown? The breakdown is in Das, usually. Uh, uh, Bina. Because you have a preconceived notion of what should be, and you're going to read the data the way you want to read it. And that could be from a result of phony Chachma and phony Ratzon of Keser. Really, what you want to do is have power. That's all you want is power. She's got this great idea. How can we... How can we uh, deal with COVID? Oh, an unlimited understanding of what we can do. Okay, let's work on the DAS. Let's look on the Bino. Let's see what the, what the science says. <coughs> now, if you really look at what the science says, you say we do nothing. Protect the elders and ride it out. That's what we do. No, 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 no. We want to, we don't want to do that. We don't want to make people healthy. We want to have power. How do we get power? I'll use the Bina to show we, we're going to make sure you can't go out of your house. You can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do that. And that will deal with the issue. Now you've made a lot of mistakes there. And now you start living in that reality. And now you start telling people what to do. And you get really excited because this is all going to give you control and power over everybody. And you've made a terrible mistake from the beginnings. So in other words... All these things can fail, and you have to know where is the point of the breakdown. Because it could be you're using your das perfectly, but it already is with a preconceived notion of the chachma that's wrong. Or preconceived keser that's wrong. But everything else is fitting in fine. <laughs> so why is it not working? So that, that's where you, you have to see where are the breakdowns happening in marriage, so all these things, it's all the same idea. Okay, so with this we can understand a very interesting Gemara. Medrash. Gemara says, um, so that so to clarify, Chachma is that first, innermost, deepest point that is the beginning of the revelation after the desire. You have the Keser, and now the Kesha is totally hidden. Nobody has any idea what's going on. And now it comes that first revelation of that desire in your brain, but it's very faint. It's just coming out. And that's all part of Chachma. Mashallah, thought. So when Moshe was shown the future, he's been shown Rabbi Akiva, who can learn Torah better than Moshe Rabbeinu. He says, so what's going to happen with this guy at the end? Well, he's going to flay his skin. He's going to die. So he asked Hashem, is this Torah and this is the, the reward? So what did God say to him? Stop, be quiet. This is what has entered my mind in the beginning. What kind of answer is that? In other words... Simple thing is, don't ask any questions. This was my plan. 
See, this is what machshava. Look funny. What does that mean? So the Vilna Gon explains on his interpretations of the Zohar. He says speech, speech, actual speech, is the first uh, external expression of thought. We don't know what you're thinking till you open your mouth, and that details the thoughts and brings them to a reality in the real world. That's what speech is. Speech is, okay, everything I'm thinking, I've concretized it, now I've said it, now it's out into the world. When Hashem says, stop, be quiet, meaning it's not to be discussed. It's a concept that cannot be concretized. It has to remain in the world of machshava, in thought, before it has materialized into the tools of speech. We're dealing with ideas that are before practicalities. And in depth, what does that mean? That the inner part of thought is before the detail, and there's no place for questions or not understanding. I'm going to move. Have you thought it through? No. Just what I want. Not practical. So what? Who's talking about practicalities? Remember, it's unlimited. It's unlimited at that point. You don't ask questions. When you're brainstorming, what's the first rule when you brainstorm? You're leading a discussion. What's the first thing they say when you brainstorm? No saying no to anything. No saying no. Because that shuts down the brainstorming. Ah, it's a stupid idea. Well, brainstorming is... Stupid idea. Is <laughs> Sky's the limit. If we, if we had unlimited money, how would we make our company better? Yeah, but we don't forget about that. What would we want to do? I've got unlimited resources. But it's not practical. We're not up to that point yet. Okay. And therefore, uh, so you can't ask a question on a, on a thought like that. Okay. Now, the whole idea of sinning and depression from difficulties is only when it, that these thoughts come into the real world. You get to see what's happening. When you get to the external world that has boundaries and all kinds of details and the thoughts have to contend with all those realities of life and then all of a sudden that's where depression comes from. When you say, I've got these great dreams, but they're not going to happen. Okay? But in the place of thought where we didn't get into the details, everything is at its root, there's nothing to contend with there are no limitations that are being put on over here. Okay. The questions can only be asked when they get into the physical manifestations of the details. But in the highest realms, before it gets into detail, there's no room for the question. And really, it's a place of silence. Because we just want to hear what is the possibilities, and there's no details yet. What does that mean? So, what was Hashem's original thought? What's the original thought? To give blessing to people. Now, that original thought, can it be broken down and expressed? Can, can, it, be, can it be shown how it works in this physical world? No. Nope. Because why? Because we're not dealing yet with contending with the physical world. You see things in the physical world, you can ask questions. We're not up to that. 
So what does that mean? So you'll, you'll, you'll see in a minute. Hashem's, Hashem's original plan is before there's any world out there. And Hashem doesn't have to worry about those things. Because Hashem is, is the source of all reality. And therefore, you see the Akiva being flayed. But I see the original thought. Now, what's the original thought? Now, here's something I, I said at the uh, Arab Shabbos Drush. But here's the place for it over here. There's a very famous statement brought in the Sefer Tashbats, quoting the Marami Rutenberg, who lived in the 1200s. He's a great scholar and was <coughs> imprisoned by the government, and he died in prison, but was still very productive in prison. And the Mayrama Gurtenbuch says the following. He says, when a person decides in his mind to sanctify God's name and to give up his soul, sanctifying Hashem's name, in whatever way it's going to happen, if they stone him, if they burn him, if they bury him alive, or if they hang him, when they're in the process of doing that and the person sincerely is connecting with Hashem, we're not talking about phony people now, you will not feel an ounce of pain. Not an ounce of pain. And he says, I'll prove it to you. There's nobody in the world, you're walking, waking up in the morning, you stubbed your toe on the bed. Ooh, immediate reaction. Ouch, ouch, you start hopping on one foot. You screaming. You want to hold your back, you can't. You just scream. Because that's pain but pain with no purpose. When you give up your life for a shit, <laughs> you don't cry. No oiva voice. And he says, especially if you are thinking about, uh, uh, or you're mentioning you and hey and vav hey, guaranteed it's not going to be painful. Now what, what does that mean? The answer is, what realm of reality are you when you're prepared to die for Hashem? And that's because at your root, you want to be, that's your chaya, your yechida. Your whole point is to be connected to Hashem in the deepest way. And now you're totally not living on that lower scale level. You're not living a physical world anymore. You've transcended the physical world. What was God's original plan? Be connected to Hashem. And in what way? In the deepest way. What's the deepest way? Not ice cream. It's totally spiritually connected to Hashem that's beyond this world. And that was the machshava. Remember that. The unlimited possibilities. The unlimited possibility of a person being close to Hashem in the greatest way and have the greatest pleasure. That was the initial. Now, how are we going to work this out? Okay, now we go to planet Earth, and now there's all kinds of problems. Because people don't listen. I gave them a Torah and I give them everything and they mess up and they do this and they do that and make all kinds of problems. And now when we're in the world of reality, when the rubber hits the road, guess what? It looks pretty bad when the rubber hits the road. Yeah, but see, you know why? Because you're looking at the world way down the chain. Hashem says, I'm looking at the picture from before it started and Rabbi Akiva is connected to that realm. And this is the most difficult part of dealing with suffering. You know, we say, I don't understand. How could this tzaddik be suffering? The answer is, he's not. 
He is connected and is in the happiest state he could be in. Now, if people are phony tzaddik, they're yelling and screaming. For example, what is one of the most interesting things that, you know, they should have done an analysis, but it's too late? Jews who went to the gas chambers, they tell stories. There were people who were screaming, yelling, unbelievable. As they're going and as they're dying, it was till suffocating. Then you had a Hasidim singing and dancing to the gas chambers. Singing and dancing until their last breath. Didn't they feel any pain? Didn't feel any pain. Why? Because, Stok, be quiet. That was my original plan. We're, they have transcended. This is just a foolish, false reality. They have been able to come to the inner point. That's not explainable. Can you explain to a scientist how that can happen? No, it can't happen. No, because he's now connected to the source. He's in the world of Makshava where you're not limited by practicalities. Yes, your life is finished. But what does that do with anything? Your soul, your eternal connection. That was the thought. And the thought doesn't have to be practical. Because in God's world, he's not limited to any one zone. So that explains all these ideas. And now, what ones were screaming and yelling? Because they weren't connected to that reality. They were living in the practical world, and they weren't. And a good number of them were just you know, were secular people. Secular people just didn't understand that. And they had questions. Of course, you can have questions because you're living in the world of questions. But if you're living in that pre-question world, and that's, a, remember we said there's five faces of reality. Depends what face you're living in. You're living in the world of Kesser. It's all good. All good. There's nothing bad. What do you mean the guy, the world of Kesser is not the physical world. And you can jump into that world of Kesser. And it's beautiful. Yeah, but how come you added that? What does it matter? This isn't reality. But if you, you cannot employ an understanding of the world of Kesser if you're at the bottom world. And that's what Moshe did not understand initially when he hears all this. You follow? So therefore, that's, uh, that, that's why you can... When, when do you feel broken? When do you feel depressed? When do you feel like thrilled because for foolish things? It's when the world is so disconnected from Hashem. But in the world of mashallah, and that's why it's so important for a person to have these dreams. Because those dreams that seem to be impossible are only impossible in the lower levels of reality. If a person is really connected to Hashem, as real tzaddikim were, that's what we all of a sudden call miracles. <laughs> I understand. He didn't have the money to buy it. How did that happen? How did that happen that that goy who anybody had to know, bequeathed to the Sadiq $25 million and he's building a yeshiva. How did that happen? Because that Sadiq took the world of Chachma right to the address. And the world of Chachma, there are no limitations at all for this. And that's the whole idea of dying al-Kiddush Hashem, is when you come to that true world 
of Keser and Chachma, you're totally separated from the world, and all the pains only come from the external expression and living in that external world. But in the world of thought, where you can get to that level, there's no such thing as pain. Now, I guess there are some uh, in the Orient who try to get to that point where they sleep on a bed of nails or things like that. But it's not the same thing at all. Okay. Question? So that's dying uh, So let's say you're dying at a natural old age and you're bent. Can you also... Uh, yeah, because you know you're going to Hashem. What's, where is this leading me to? Where's this leading to me? The Machshavah the, 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 the place where Hashem planned on the beginning. What's the purpose of dying at old age? What's die. the purpose of it? So because if I don't die, how can I connect to Hashem in the deepest uh, way? I, this whole life was only temporary. This whole life was just a, a place where you earn your wings. So I earned my wings. It's time to fly away. Go back to Hashem. Ah, but that's a different realm now. You're talking about the realm of uh, Zera Anti. That's where it's all good. But that's not a world that is, is a physical. The physical world is not all good. Because that's a world of judgment and all these other things. Now, people who are, who are stuck in the lower world, seeing the Tzadik <laughs> suffering, they're going to have the question. The tzaddik says, I don't got any questions. What are you, what are you, what are you so critical about what's happening? I mean, it's fine. See, now, now that's where you have to understand what Chachma is and where what world Chachma is in. You can't live in the world of Chachma. It's impractical. But then again, who says you have to be tied to the world? That's why great tzaddikim seem to be very impractical, but to the mason. Okay, we'll have to stop it here. And we'll continue now where Chachma relates to Kavod, where Chachma relates to Kedusha, and other aspects like that. Okay, Yashu everybody.